50, 40, 30, 20, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, and so on. When you're counting down, why do you do such a thing? You might be counting down to a special vacation coming up or a getaway break that you're really looking forward to. I guarantee you that every single bride-to-be has a countdown in place, how many days they are, are there are left until the day she gets married, and, and they always know how many. Other times we count up. 10, 20, 50, 100, 500, 1,000, 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, 100,000. You might be counting up how much money you have in savings, how much money you have invested. You might be counting up how many wins your favorite team has and how many wins left to go until they win the championship. Although that might be more of a countdown instead of a count up. If you're a pastor or a church leader, you might really begin counting how many people are in worship, how many members are on the membership list, how much money you have in your bank account. And none of those things are wrong. It is not sinful at all to count down to a special vacation or day, to count up how much money you have by God's grace or how many people are in church working with you to honor Jesus together. But it can be wrong if any of that takes your heart more than God. It can be wrong if you obsess with those numbers and almost even forget that God exists to give you what you have, whether you think it's a lot or a little. One time near the end of his life, that very thing happened to David. He became obsessed with some numbers, and it was a very sinful obsession. David had been commanded by God to not count up his, his chariots and his horses, and, and uh, God wanted David to trust in him with all his heart and nothing else. And yet, incited by Satan to be asking the question, how can I be sure I'm going to be okay if I don't count up what I have? David commanded his general Joab to count up all the fighting men in Israel. Joab knew this was not coming from a godly heart, this request. And so he tried to talk David out of it. And he said, may the Lord bless you a hundred times over, but don't count this up. This is not a good thing. Yet David insisted, and his word is the king, overruled Joab's objections. And so Joab counted up how many men David had. He had 1.1 million armed soldiers, 470,000 of which were from his very own tribe. Counting all of that up, David certainly would be able to say, this is why I'm going to be okay. I've counted up these numbers. I'm staring at the stats. And that's why I'm going to be okay. And the Lord said, you're wrong. You're sinning. I'm angry. Because these stats have overtaken your heart instead of my promises and my love for you. There was a plague that happened that many of the Israelites died as a result. And here is what David had to say in the middle of it after he had repented of his statistical obsession and asking God to forgive him and change his heart. David said, I am in deep distress. 
Let me fall into the hands of the Lord, for his mercy is very great. But do not let me fall into human hands. David wanted to fall into the mercy of the Lord and let him have Adam with whatever he decided was best. He did not want to fall into human hands because those are not trustworthy. No longer was he obsessed with the stats and thinking he would be okay because he had this many soldiers or this many chariots or this much money. Now he knew he would be okay because he was going to fall into the hands of a merciful God who would always lead David through hard times and also provide him with good times. But in the end, through the times of pride and despair, through the times of blessing and challenge, the Lord would bring David to his heavenly home one day. And that is when we are happiest too. Not when we are counting up stats of things of this earth, either counting up or counting down, but when we are counting up God's promises to us. Promises like, we are sinful and he is holy and we have made him far angrier than we ever could guess. But our sins are now as far away from us as the east is from the west. Who could count that? God's love for us is as high as the heavens are above the earth. Who, who can count that? Right now, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. God does not count our sin against us any longer because of what Jesus has already finished. Perfect life, substitutionary death, victorious resurrection, powerful ascension, promise of heaven on judgment day, promise that he has prepared a home for us and will take us there in his time. Also promising to answer all of our prayers and that he can do immeasurably in an uncountable way more than we could ever ask or even imagine. Dear Christian, don't spend so much time counting numbers, even though we do need to make plans and work with calendars and schedules and count days. And we do need to work with money and budgets and pay bills and save and spend. But don't ever be obsessed with it. Instead of counting and staring at all of that, stare at your merciful, forgiving, wonderful, powerful God and try counting up all of his promises to you. Amen.